This is Tina Douglas, and you're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast with your host, my husband, Liam Douglas. Enjoy! Greetings, everybody. You're listening to the Liam Photography Podcast. I'm your host, Liam Douglas, and this is episode 106. I want to take a moment right now to thank all of my listeners for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else that you might be getting your podcasts. So as per the usual schedule on Sundays, I do the wrap-up of the latest news and rumors from the big four rumor sites, Canon Rumors, Nikon Rumors, Fuji Rumors, and Sony Alpha Rumors. So let's get into what we have going on for this past week. Let's do this. All right, so first up, Canon Firmware EOS R5 version 1.2.0. Canon has released this new firmware update, uh, but it does not add the promised features such as 1080p 120 or C-Log3. Firmware version 1.2.0 incorporates the following enhancements and fixes. One, when using high-speed or low-speed continuous shooting modes in drive mode with high-speed display off, the visibility of the subjects within the frame has been improved when shooting moving objects. With an asterisk next to that, during continuous shooting, black frames will be inserted between frames in the viewfinder and live view. This will improve the visibility of moving subjects in live view and in the viewfinder. Number two adds the auto setting to the viewfinder brightness menu that will brighten and dim based on ambient light conditions. Number three, enables second curtain shooting sync during radio transmission wireless flash shooting when the Speedlight EL-1 flash is attached to the camera. Now, if you may remember, the EL-1 is the new Speedlight that Canon recently announced. Number four, enables manual flash output excluding high-speed sync and optical transmission wireless flash shooting to be selected and set up to one to 8192 uh 8190 yeah 8192 from the camera menu screen when the speedlight EL-1 flash is attached to the camera I apologize for getting a little tongue tied there uh, number 5 improves compatibility of HEIF images recorded in the camera with MIAF or multi image application format standards and number 6 adds support for AF and release during zoom operations for some RF and EF lenses. This firmware update is available now on the Canon USA website for the EOS R5, and I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so that you can check it out and download the firmware for yourself should you be one of those lucky folks that is shooting with the new R5. Next up, Kickstarter GuraGear Chobi 2.0. GuraGear has an interesting history. From the launch of their first bag, the Bataflay backpack, they were known for their high-end and highly functional bags. The brand then moved to Kiboko line of backpacks, which came in multiple sizes and also launched one of the forgotten and highly underrated bags, the Chobi version 1.0. The Chobe 1.0 has traveled the planet with me and is my favorite shoulder bag ever. Unfortunately, after Gura Gear purchased Tamrac, they made a massive mistake in killing off the Gura Gear brand and moved the bags under the Tamrac brand. That didn't go well and most people forgot about Gura Gear bags. The Gura Gear brand came back last year when they launched the Kiboko version 2.0 lineup of backpacks. They came back with the same quality and functionality as we became accustomed to from Gura Gear. Gura Gear has now launched the Chobi version 2.0 via Kickstarter, a new multi-purpose shoulder bag. I use this bag every single time I travel. If I'm heading somewhere, I don't need big white lenses. I use this as my main camera bag. 
I have been using the Choby version 2.0 16-inch with the wide insert for my RF kit. I can fit an EOS R RF 70 to 200 f 2.8 LIS USM, RF 15 to 35 f 2.8 LIS USM, the RF 50 millimeter f 1.2 LUSM, the RF 35 f 1.8 STM macro, and an RF 24 to 240 f 4 to 63 ISUSM. On top of the camera gear, I can also get my Dell XPS 15 loaded up along with multiple other portable gadgets. When you're traveling with the backpack for your gear, the Choby version 2.0 can become smaller when closing the expansion zipper, and it has always worked as a personal carry-on bag when I fly. I usually put clothing, my laptop, and maybe some extra electronics in it for the trip. The Choby version 2.0 is a big improvement over the first version. Improvements in the 2.0 from the 1.0 was one size only for 15-inch laptops. Now 13-inch and 16-inch size can be accommodated as well. Laser-cut high palin handles replaced with smooth premium grade natural leather. Exterior pockets redesigned to make a more stable bag that is easy to work from. Improved shoulder strap, new traditional metal D-rings, and dog leash snap hook. Improved anti-slip material to help strap to help the strap stay in place. Redesigned le- uh, shoulder strap with two sliders to keep shoulder pads centered and to prevent excess webbing from flapping around. Improved attachments of handles to bag to allow handles to fall out of the way when working out of the bag. The exterior zipper of the laptop compartment extended and gussets added to allow for easier laptop removal and working out of the bag. Padded iPad, iPad Pro Pocket added in laptop compartment. New metal logo for more discreet branding. The option of two insert sizes, one narrow and one expanded for mirrorless and DSLR camera systems. Use of more VX-42 to improve weatherproofing and abrasion resistance. Included seam-sealed, custom-fitted rain cover with openings for shoulder strap attachment. Addition of interior top zippered pocket in the large front pocket. Industry standard YKK zippers replacing ideal zippers. Addition of grab loop on the front of the bag to make it easier to pull out of the overhead bin. Vastly improved luggage pass through with foam structure and bar tacked stress points to ensure a snug fit on most luggage handles. Stash pocket on the exterior side has increased flexible volume for things like sanitizer bottles, vastly improved stitching, detailing, and lining on the interior of the bag, a higher level of fit and finish, black color theme acceptable for business use, flexible bottom padded, which folds for normal and expanded configuration to give your tech greater protection when the bag is put down. Structure added to exterior large stash pocket to protect devices like Kindles, which may be stashed in there. Overall, improved balance of the bag, higher density foams to reduce the thickness and reduce weight. You can learn more about the Gura Gear Choby version 2.0 at the link in this article. And of course, I'll include this article in the show notes so that you can check it out for yourself. Now, this does sound like an interesting bag. I may have to check into it. I honestly had never heard of Gura Gear before, but it does sound like they make some impressive camera carry systems. So it might be worth checking that out for sure. Next up, Black Friday, save 30% at LensRentals.com. LensRentals has launched their Black Friday sale with a 30% discount on everything that they rent. In order to save, use the coupon code LRBF20 at checkout, one coupon per customer. Your order must arrive by February 28th of 2021, and you can check out everything they have to offer at LensRentals.com. And of course, I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so that you can check it out for yourself. Next up, firmware. Canon updates firmware for the EOS R6, the EOS R, the EOS RA, the EOS RP, and the EOS 1DX Mark III. Canon has released this slew of new firmware updates for the previously mentioned cameras as of November 19th, 2020 at 7.01 a.m. Canon EOS 
R6 version 1.2.0. The firmware version incorporates the following enhancements and fixes. They look to be the same ones as from the R5. When using high-speed or low-speed continuous shooting modes in drive mode with high-speed display off, the visibility of the subject within the frame has been improved when shooting moving objects. Number two, adds the auto settings to the viewfinder brightness menu that will brighten and dim based on ambient light conditions. Number three, enables second curtain shooting sync during radio transmission wireless flash shooting when the Speedlight EL-1 flash is attached to the camera. Four, enables manual flash output excluding high-speed sync and optical transmission wireless flash shooting to be selected and set up to 18192 from the camera menu screen when the Speedlight EL-1 flash is attached to the camera. Number five, improves compatibility of HEIF images recorded in the camera with MIAF multi-image application format standards. Six, adds support for AF and release during zoom operations for some RF and EF lenses. For the Canon EOS 1DX Mark II, version 1.3.0 incorporates the following enhancements. Number one, enables second curtain shooting sync during radio transmission wireless flash shooting when the Speedlight EL-1 flash is attached to the camera. Two, enables manual flash output, excluding high-speed sync and optical transmission wireless flash shooting to be selected and set up to one uh, by one or 8,192 from the camera menu screen when the Speedlight EL-1 flash is attached to the camera. Three, improves compatibility of HEIF images recorded in a camera with multi-image application format standards. Four, fixes the phenomenon that may result in the occurrence of timeout under certain conditions during FTP transfer. For the EOS R, version 1.8.0 incorporates the following enhancements. Improves color balance when the RF 50mm f1.8 STM is attached to the EOS R camera. That is the new RF version of the Nifty 50 or Plastic Fantastic. Number two, support has been added for the following lenses. The RF 70-200 f2.8 LIS USM and the RF 100-500 f4 5271 LIS USM, and that uh, notes with firmware version 1.70 and later support has been added for those two lenses. The Canon EOS RP version 1.6.0 incorporates the following enhancements improves color balance when the RF 50mm 1.8 STM is attached to the EOS RP camera and added support for the same two lenses in the previous segment, the RF 70-200 f2.8 LIS USM and the RF 100-500 f4.5-71 LIS USM. And last but not least, the Canon EOS RA version 1.8.0 incorporates the following enhancements, improves color balance with the RF 50mm f1.8 STM attached to the RA. Support has been added for the same two lenses, the RF 70-200 f2.8 and the RF 100-500, both LIS-USM lenses. And of course, these firmwares can be downloaded directly from this article via the Canon USA website. And I will include a link to this article in the show notes so that you can check it out for yourself and get your cameras updated. I did update both my EOS R and RP before I recorded this article. Next up, firmware Canon RF 50mm f1.2 L USM version 1.0.5. Canon has released this new firmware to improve performance with a Canon Cinema EOS C70 camera. Firmware incorporates the following improvements for the phenomenon. Number one, reduces image noise when performing high sensitivity shooting with the RF 50mm f1.2 L USM lens when attached to the EOS C70 cinema camera, and that is it. And of course, there's a link in this article to download the firmware directly from Canon USA's website, and I'll include that in the show notes for my listeners. And last up from Canon Rumors for this week, Metabone's Smart Expander ensures every EF mount lens works on the Fujifilm GFX mount. Vancouver, Canada, from November 16th, 2020, 
Will this full-frame EF mount lens sufficiently cover the medium format sensor of Fujifilm GFX cameras? With Metabone's EF to GFX Smart Expander, the answer is always yes. Multiplying the focal plane by 1.26 times and the F number by the same amount, Metabone's EF to GFX Smart Expander perfectly matches the image circle of full-frame EF mount lenses to the medium format sensor of the GFX series cameras with the diagonal field of view remaining exactly the same. The optical design consists of five elements in three groups incorporating ultra-high index lenanthium-based optical glass as well as one element made of fused silica resulting in extremely good performances with professional-grade zoom lenses. For example, a 24-70 f2.8 lens becomes a 30 to 88 millimeter f3.5 zoom and a 70 to 200 2.8 becomes an 88 to 252 millimeter f3.5 zoom. And perhaps most exciting of all, the 11 to 24 f4 Canon becomes an extremely sharp 13.8 to 30.2 millimeter f5 without any disturbing vignetting or corner aberrations. Due to the nature of focal extenders, the aperture values increase by two-thirds of a stop from f2.8 becomes 3.5 and f2 becomes 2.5. High-speed fixed focal length lenses such as the 50mm f1.4 will be transformed into a very fast 63mm f1.8 standard lens for the GFX system. The EF GFX mount smart expander features Metabone's electronic integration including phase detection autofocus and in-body image stabilization on GFX 100. Optical image stabilization called ISOS or VC by various lens manufacturers and Smooth Iris. To the best of our knowledge, Metabones makes the only Fujifilm adapters which support IBIS with every EF mount lens, including long telephotos and zoom lenses. There is no need to wait or hope for other adapter vendors to add IBIS support for your lenses at their next firmware update. With Metabones, IBIS support is general and across the board. With a, when a recent lens that supports smooth iris is used, Metabones makes aperture changes quiet and creates smooth transitions by slowing down the electronically controlled aperture diaphragm. The button on the smart expander toggles between auto aperture, programmed exposure or shutter priority, and a manual aperture, aperture priority, or manual exposure. If a manual lens with no electronics is attached, the button brings up the manual lens selection on the camera body so that focal length can be chosen for correct IBIS operation and EIXF data. The smart adapter without Caldwell Photographics optics, but otherwise with the same electronic integration, the EFGFX smart adapter is an alternative for the adventurous in many cases. There will be vignetting and degradation in corners per, in corner performance. However, tilt shift lenses will work perfectly fine from corner to corner, and most zoom lenses will nicely cover the large sensor in the middle and long end of the zoom range. A nifty feature is added where the user may configure the smart adapter and it will remember which lenses need to be in 35mm crop mode and which ones cover medium format. This saves time by not having to navigate the camera's menu for a 35mm crop after a lens change. Limitations and issues. Disclosure of known limitations and issues with the initial release. Number one, in some rare cases, lens hoods designed for 3-2 may need to be removed for 4-3 used with Smart Expander. Each lens needs to go through a calibration procedure when first used. Refer to the online user manual on Metabone's website for instructions. Three, autofocus may have unsatisfactory performance and may not work at all with some lenses. Four, for video autofocus, increasing focus sensitivity and decreasing AF speed are required under the AF-C custom setting movie menu. Five, AF plus MF and lens aberration correction are not supported. Six, some film era lenses may not be able to achieve the sufficient AF accuracy required for digital cameras. Worn lenses with faulty sensors may lead to AF problems on a mirrorless camera, even though the lens may appear to function normally on a DSLR. Seven, aperture diaphragm makes frequent noises with older lenses. Use aperture priority in manual exposure modes or use a lens that supports smooth iris. With ISOS VC lenses, the IS mode setting is ignored and both 
Shooting only and continuous modes behave in the same way, which is similar to a Canon camera, but different from what Fujifilm OIS lenses do. This is done to maximize IF or IS effectiveness. A negative consequence of this is that there may be no OIS during focus check. And number nine, MF distance display does not work, although AF distance display does if the lens transmits distance information. Since Metabones has a track record of releasing new firmware updates that significantly improve the features, performance, compatibility, and reliability of existing products, these limitations are subject to change in the future. Please refer to the product pages on Metabones website for the most up-to-date disclosure. To update firmware, download the Metabones app from Metabones website on a Mac or Windows PC and connect the Metabones product to the computer with a micro USB cable. The same Metabones app upgrades firmware for all Metabones products. As far as availability, Metabones Canon EF to GFX Smart Expander 1.26X is available right now on the Metabones website and its worldwide dealer network for $729 US plus shipping, applicable taxes, and duties. The optic-free version of the Smart Adapter will be available shortly afterwards for $439 plus taxes, duties, and shipping. Specifications, the product name is the Canon EF Mount Lens to Fujifilm GFX or G mount smart expander 1.26x model code is mb underscore epef dash fg dash bt1 color black satin exterior black matte interior magnification is 1.26x crop factor with fujifilm gfx camera is 1.0x maximum output aperture is f1.8 with an f1.4 lens attached Rectilinear distortion is less than 0.53%. Lens elements in groups, five elements in three groups. The camera mount is Fujifilm G mount, lens mounts, Canon EF mount, tripod mount, robust removable type with Arca Swiss compatibility. Dimensions are 91.6 millimeters times 80.1 millimeters times 38.5 millimeters, including tripod mount. The weight is 346 grams. And of course, the retail price is $729. And there's a link to the product page in this article, which I'll include in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself. Now, this is exciting news. I did play around briefly with an EF to GFX mount adapter on my Fujifilm, and it was okay. It was a mechanical only one, it didn't have any kind of electronics to it. And, and it was okay, you know, shooting in a 35 millimeter crop, but I decided it wasn't for me. So I returned it and I decided I'm just going to stick with actual GFX mount lenses for myself. But, you know, for me, that's a personal preference. Maybe you'd like the idea of using your 35 millimeter lenses on the medium format mirrorless of the GFX line. That's up for you to decide. Okay, so next up, let's move on to Nikon rumors for this week. All right, so first up from Nikon Rumors, the TechArt TZM-01 Leica M to Nikon Z autofocus lens adapter now available for purchase. This is as of November 20th, uh, which is uh, yesterday, Friday. The new TechArt TZM-01 lens adapter that lets you autofocus Leica M-mount lenses on Nikon Z mirrorless cameras is now available for purchase at Amazon and eBay. This is the second M to Z AF option after the MegaDAP MTZ11 adapter available at the Pros, um, which I did talk about that other adapter in a previous episode. I think it was last week or maybe the week before. Um, allows you to turn manual lenses in other mounts, examples EF, FD, AI, M2, M42, PK, OM, MD, etc., into autofocus by stacking additional adapters. The internal motor for rapid autofocus experience supports AFS, AFC, and AFF, supports face and eye detection, optimal 4.5 millimeter max extension to reduce unnecessary damages to the motor and ensure rapid AF speed. Extend the closest focusing distance of specific lenses, firmware upgradable via the USB update hub, suitable for use with the Nikon Z6, Z7, Z5, Z50, Z62, and Z72 
mirrorless bodies. And I'll include a link to this article in the show notes. There are a couple of uh, three interesting videos in here that you may want to check out for yourself. But it does sound like things are getting really interesting for Nikon shooters that may want to use Leica M-mount lenses on their Nikon mirrorless body. Next up, Tokina announced a new ATX-I 17-35mm f4 full-frame lens for Nikon F-mount. Tokina just announced this new lens and will replace the current Tokina 17-35 f4 Pro FX version. The lens is now available for pre-order. Uh, Kenko Tokina Company LTD is pleased to announce the sales release of this new lens. Sales will commence on December 11th of 2020. So as I said, you can pre-order it now. The new lens is designed to fit full-frame DSLR cameras and supports Nikon F and Canon EF mounts. With its wide-angle properties, this lens is perfect gear for shooting landscapes, street snap, architecture, and time-lapse. Consistent F4 aperture, robust design, while maintaining a reasonable size and weight, provide a new option for professional photographers who are especially active travelers. Highlighted features, compact, lightweight, and robust design, perfect for landscape, architecture, street snap, and travel photography. Precise AF, actuated by a combination of Tokina GMR sensor and SD-M silent drive module. Low vignetting, extremely low distortion, and great sharpness throughout the image. Moisture protection, one-touch focus clutch system. Tokina already has three FF lenses for Nikon F mount already on the market. And I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so that you can check it out for yourself. Next up, Nikon MB-N11 multi-battery power pack with vertical grip is now in stock. A quick update from my previous post, this battery multi-battery power pack with vertical grip is now in stock at Adorama and Amazon. Short article, but I did want to share that because I do have a lot of listeners that shoot with the Nikon cameras, and I know they've been wanting to know when this battery grip would be available, so there you have it. Next up, Nikon updated their Z-Lens roadmap with silhouettes for upcoming Nikkor lenses. They updated their lens roadmap. Here is a close-up view of the upcoming lenses. We have a Z teleconverter TC 1.4X, a TC 2.0X. We have a DX 16 to 50 F35 to 63 VR, a DX 50 to 250 45 to 63 VR. In the S line, we have a 20 millimeter F 1.8. Uh, there is a 28 millimeter, but no more details on it. A 40 millimeter with no more details on it. A 24 to 200 f4 to 6.3 VR. An S line uh, 24 to 105 millimeter. A 24 to 50 millimeter f4 to 6.3. A micro 50 millimeter. An S line 85 millimeter and an S line 35 millimeter f1.8. Um, additionally, it's showing um, continuing past the 85 millimeter and the 35 millimeter, uh, an S line uh, 14 to 24 millimeter f 2.8, an S line 50 millimeter f 1.8, an S line 24 to 72 8, a 14 to 30 millimeter f 4 in the S line, a micro 105 in the S line, and an S line 24 to 70 f 4. And the larger end, it is showing a 200 to 600 millimeter, a S-line 400 millimeter prime, and an S-line 600 millimeter prime. So it is definitely interesting, and it's intriguing that Nikon is releasing such a robust lens map uh, for upcoming release, probably in 2021 and 2022. Now, Nikon has taken a lot of grief because they've been extremely slow with coming out with new lenses for their Z-mount cameras. Uh, Canon came out right off the rip with a bunch of glass for the EOS R when they announced that, including L lenses, which was huge. And Canon has just been cranking up uh, seriously accelerating their release of their 
RF mount lenses and especially the L glass, but now a lot more of the non L glass for hobbyists and amateur photographers that don't want to go bankrupt buying glass. So it's definitely interesting to see the Nikons working on a more expanded roadmap. Let's hope these lenses actually come into existence. That would definitely make the Nikon shooters happy. I know uh, with the latest quarterly releases and Nikon losing, I think it was $240 million in their camera division, things have been looking a little bleak for them, but hopefully they'll be able to turn it around. Next up, refurbished Nikon Nikkor Z58 F0.95 S Noct lens is now $500 off. B&H currently has a refurbished one of these lenses priced 500 below the MSRP of 7500 instead of 7900 Previous coverage of the Nikon Nikkor Z58mm F095S Noct lens can be found here, and I'll include a link to this article in the show notes. More refurbished Nikon gear can be found at Adorama, B&H, Amazon, eBay, and Bydig. All refurbished Nikon products come with a 90-day warranty. And last up for this week from Nikon Rumors, get a free Leica M to Nikon Z lens adapter with the purchase of a TT Artisan 50mm f095 or 7 Artisans 35mm f1.4 lens. Some good news, if you were planning to use Leica M-mount lenses on Nikon Z-mount cameras, the TT Artisan Leica M to Nikon Z lens adapter now comes for free with every TT Artisan 50mm f095 M-mount lens purchase. In addition, the TT Artisan 50mm f095 lens is now 10% off, regular price is $755, and our sale $680 plus free adapter. And I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself. Now, the Seven Artisans announced a new LM to NZ close focusing adapter. You could also get it for free with the purchase of a Seven Artisans 35mm f1.4 M mount lens for $430. Please note the TT Artisan Leica M to Nikon Z is a normal lens adapter. The Seven Artisans LM dash nz is a close focusing adapter and there are additional photos of the seven artisans close focusing adapter and i will like i said include this in the show notes for this week so you can check it out for yourself this will wrap up nikon rumors let's take a quick break and then we'll be right back we hope you're enjoying this episode of the Liam Photography Podcast. You can visit the homepage for the show at liamphotographypodcast.com for show notes and links. You can call or text the show at 470-294-8191 with questions, comments, or requests for future episodes. If you prefer not to call or text, you can email the show at liam at liamphotographypodcast.com. Also, check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group, and you can find us on Twitter at LiamPhotoATL. On Twitter, you can tweet the show, just insert the hashtag LiamPhotoPodcast. And now, back to the show. And we're back. So now we are going to be covering the latest news and rumors from FujiRumors.com. And the first item up for this week... Godox, X1TF, and X-Pro-F firmware updates and huge sales. Godox has released firmware updates for the X1TF here to optimize the communication of the same cameras. The Godox X-Pro-F here to add the decimal display form of power value. Also, there is a huge deal running on Godox gear. The best deals are usually available on Adorama. I'll highlight the best deals for you down below. The Godox X-Pro-F saved 13% only at Adorama, B&H Photo, Amazon US, and Adorama links are included. The Godox X-T1F at B&H Photo, Amazon US. Uh, the Godox V1 saved $30 at B&H Photo and $118 at Adorama also available on Amazon without the discounts. The Godox TT350F saved 10% B&H Photo, Amazon US, and Adorama. The Godox V350F saved 10% at B&H, Amazon, and Adorama. The Godox V360 Mark II F for Fuji, of course, saved $40. 
Uh, the Godox TT685F saved $21. The Godox 80 Pro or 8200 Pro saved $80. The Godox 8200, different savings depending on the store, available at B&H Photo, Amazon US, and Adorama. The Godox 8400 Pro saved $230 at Adorama and $100 at other stores. Godox 8600 Pro save between 150 and 190, and the Godox AD 1200 Pro save 140 dollars. All of these items are available at BH Photo, Amazon US, and Adorama. So definitely some good savings there from Godox, and they do make some fantastic speed lights and mono lights. Next up, Fuji Guys switching to Fujifilm Guide, and finally they explain it. Uh, this article does have a video, a YouTube video at the top. Uh, let's see. He says, I have given up for years when I went on YouTube. I saw people not familiar with the Fuji system complaining that those retro dials are not good and they want to be able to control settings with the front and rear command dial. Whenever I noticed those videos, I diligently dropped my comments suggesting that, that they read the manual as they'd find out why or to find out why they could indeed use their ultra retro Fuji, just like a DSLR or Sony, etc. In fact, I consider the Fujifilm interface the most flexible on the market. You like the dials, use them. You don't like them, set the camera and ignore the dials. In my opinion, Fujifilm always missed to are uh, missed clearly explaining this massive flexibility. And finally, the Fuji guys did it in their latest video, making the transition to Fujifilm. Now, if you're a Fuji lover, you probably don't need to watch the video below, but if you are new, then you basically get a rapid user manual overview just in video format. Well done, dear Fuji guys. Finally, you go over one of the huge misunderst uh, misunderstandings I often see floating around that retro dials are a, cons a constraint, whereas they are actually the most flexible tool in any camera. Use them if you want, ignore them if you want, and shoot DSLR style if you don't like them. Now let's hope our Jared, our buddy Jared will watch that video too with a smiley face. And of course, I'll include a link to this article in the show notes. Now, actually, I do have to agree with these guys, um, with the Fuji guys, as well as Fuji Rumors. Uh, as everybody knows, I have the GFX 50R and it is a rangefinder style mirrorless medium format. And I absolutely love the classic style uh, dials that are on that camera. I think they're a pleasure to use, and it's one of my favorite features of the Fuji camera. So, like you said, figure out how to use them and use them or ignore them. Just set your camera the way you want it and totally ignore the dials completely. Next up, Amazon Black Friday deals start now. Black Friday officially starts on November 27th, but it looks like Amazon was rather impatient and already put its Black Friday pages live. Amazon USA uh, Black Friday page, Amazon USA camera photo Black Friday page, Amazon USA electronics Black Friday page, up to 25% savings on Fujinon lenses and up to 20% savings on Fujifilm cameras. European Amazon Black Friday pages for Amazon DE, UK, and IT. And I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so you can check out all these Black Friday deals that have started a week early for yourself. Next up, Fujinon XF 27mm f2.8 Mark II coming early 2021 with Fujifilm X-E4. It had to happen this way. According to our trusted sources, Fujifilm decided to launch the Fujinon XF27 f2.8 MK2 along with the Fujifilm X-E4. Both will be announced in early 2021. This makes a lot of sense as the XF 27mm Pancake Prime is the perfect fit for a camera so small and portable as the XE series. I own both the XE3 and XF 27 2.8. I am looking forward to both the XE4 and the XF 27 Mark II. Will I buy both? I don't know yet. I am so happy with my XE3 that the XE4 needs to have a couple of new nice features in order to convince me to get rid of my XE3 for the XE4. A simple tilt screen, please no selfie stuff, a combined ISO shutter dial uh, as on the X100V and X-Pro3, all the latest film simulations and autofocus algorithm give me all of that and it will be hard for me to resist it. 
The new XF27 Mark II instead needs just one thing, an aperture ring. Give me that and I am all in. And even though I have no additional rumors about the XF27 Mark II for now, I will probably sell my current 27mm just before the new one hits the market and the old one inevitably loses value. It's an act of faith. Fujifilm originally planned the XF27 Mark II to come with an aperture ring, as you can see in images we shared in the past. And I have faith, no information, just faith, that Fujifilm will put the aperture ring back in the new 27mm. Do not panic. Yes, I know when Fujifilm releases the latest X-mount roadmap, the XF27 Mark II was not included in the list of new lenses. But you might have missed it. How uh, ahead of the new X-mount roadmap, uh, roadmap, I warned you here, the XF27 Mark II is coming, but won't be on the new roadmap. You don't have to, but I strongly invite you to trust me. The XF27 Mark II is coming, and today we know it will come along with the XE4. Trust me, guys. All right, next up from Fuji Rumors for this week, Tokina ATM-X 23mm f1.4 and 33mm f1.4 announced and pre-order is available. Tokina has just announced their new Fujifilm X-mount lenses you can find at the moment at Adorama, but other stores will soon follow. The Tokina ATX-M 23 f1.4 is 479 and the 33mm f1.4 is 429. You will be able to order them at B&H Photo, Amazon US, and Adorama. The 23mm highlighted features extremely compact and lightweight, perfect combination with Fujifilm X-mount APS-C mirrorless cameras, f1.4 aperture for creamy and beautiful front and back bokeh, and great light intake as a huge advantage in low-light shooting. Fast but silent AF realized by an ST-M focus motor, fully communicable with the camera body to support 5-axis in-body image stabilization, well-balanced color reproduction that makes shooting with the different film simulation modes more exciting, a clickless aperture ring to smoothly control aperture manually in video mode. The 33mm highlighted features extremely compact and lightweight, perfect combination with the Fujifilm X-mount APS-C mirrorless cameras, f1.4 for creamy and beautiful front and back bokeh, pretty much the same information as from the other lens, um, including the clickless aperture ring, so I'm not going to go through the whole list again. And as I said, you can pre-order both of these lenses now at B&H Photo, Adorama, and Amazon US. All right, and last up for this week from Fuji Rumors, Fujifilm XS10 in stock now and Fujinon XF50 F1.0 is still on back order. Good news, a limited number of Fujifilm XS10 is now in stock at Amazon US, one left at the time of this post and at Adorama. Bad news, the Fujifilm XF50 F1.0 is still hard to find. B&H Photo and company shipped a few samples a few weeks ago, but since then it ran out of stock and is still on back order. I understand that Fujifilm was totally surprised by the high demand for this lens, but I wish Fuji would finally be able to ship it to all of you guys who pre-ordered it and now impatiently await for it. You can get the Fujifilm XS10 at B&H Photo, Amazon US, Adorama, Moment, and Focus Camera, and the same on backordering the XF50 F1.0. All right, and last up for this week, Sony Alpha Rumors. Today's new Black Friday deals, $150 off on the Sony A7C bundle, $23 off on Adobe Creative Cloud, $25 off on Albert Dross. Uh, we got three photography-related deals today, $150 off on the Sony A7C with 20mm f1.8G bundle at B&H Photo, Adorama, Amazon, and Focus Camera. Adobe Creative Cloud deal on Amazon. Click here when you say where you save $43 and get an additional $10 Amazon gift card and 100 gigabytes of storage. Save $25 or euros on the entire Albert Dross image editing course at edityourlandscapes.com. Use checkout code Black Friday to get the discount. And of course, I'll include a link to this article in the show notes so you can check it out for yourself. And there are a lot of discount links here for Sony related gear. So you're definitely going to want to check this out for yourself and see if there's something there that might be on your Christmas wish list. 
Next up, Viltrox AF 33mm F1.4E and AF 56mm F1.4E will be released on November 25th. Pre-orders for these lenses are already available. Uh, the lens is available in Canon EF-M and Fujifilm X mounts and will begin on November 25th on the Viltrox website. You'll be able to order them as of that date. Well, pre-order anyways. Uh, no information on when they will be shipping in the future. So all we can do on that is wait and see. Next up, confirmed Sony registered a new camera today. Is it the new Sony A9 Mark III? Now, this is from earlier today as I'm recording this, November 21st, 2020. Sony's unreleased interchangeable lens camera, WW728473, has been registered with an overseas certification body. Details are unknown because all the items are kept secret. Today, Sony registered this new camera in Asia, Nokashita reports that Sony covered all details, so we don't have the usual info about Wi-Fi and other features. But I strongly suspect this will be indeed the new A9 camera named the A9 III that might be announced in early January at best. Sony will also announce the new 35mm f1.4 GM along with the new camera. Rumored Sony A93, name uncertain specs, Sony will launch a new high-end camera in quarter one 2021, maybe at January 11 CES show, which is all digital. It will be named as an A9X series camera and not an A7X, not sure if it's A9S or A93. It has a new 50 megapixel sensor, 8K 30p video confirmed with no overheating. It's still an infant 8K mode, meaning it's not 8K 60, which would be crazy. And there will be limitations in the quality you can record internally. Other specs similar to the A7S 3 EVF, autofocus, and so forth, at least $1,500 more expensive than the EOS R5, but price hasn't been finalized yet. Expect something like $5,000. The sources will try to give me some more hints in the coming weeks. Stay tuned on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and chat me live on Discord. Uh, to not miss any rumors. Now, one thing I did want to let my listeners know, if you're not only aware of this, and I'm not trying to be mean to Sony Alpha rumors, but they don't have the greatest rumor track record. I think Jared Poland from Fronos Photo says their accuracy rate is about 5%, but just thought I would let you know that. Next up, rumors Sony will soon announce the new 35mm uh, f1.4 GM lens. The Japanese solid source Nokashita said that Sony will soon announce the new 35mm f1.4 G Master lens. There is yet no info on the release date and no other info about possible specs and pricing. Honestly, it was about time to replace the rather unspectacular Zeiss 35-14 lens. I hope more of the current lenses will be updated in the near future. Next up, new Amazon Europe Black Friday deals, big savings on Sony cameras and lenses. The European Black Friday deals are now live at Amazon DE, Amazon UK, Amazon FR, Amazon IT, Amazon ES, and Amazon NL. Today, we got new Sony deals in some of these stores. Amazon Germany, the A7C for €18.59, only at Amazon Germany, which is a hot deal. The Sony 90mm macro lens for €960 at Amazon Germany. Say big on SanDisk SD cards and storage at Amazon Germany. Say big on on external hard disks at Amazon Germany. Amazon UK, say big on SanDisk SD cards and storage. Amazon FR, big savings on Sony lenses, which is a hot deal. Amazon Italy, big savings on Sony cameras and lenses. And the Sony 85mm f1.8 FE for €439 at Amazon Italy. Amazon Spain, big savings on Sony cameras and lenses. Big savings on SD cards as well. So start your Black Friday shopping now and say to heck with going to stores. And the last item I have for this week, Amazon has started their Black Friday sales, which I mentioned in an earlier segment. 
The Black Friday's deal action has now officially started on this Amazon US page. Similar pages can be found in Europe at Amazon DE, UK, FR, IT, ES, and NL. Here are all the quick links to all Black Friday deals. Save up to $1,000 off on Sony cameras and lenses. You can save up to $350 on Sigma FE lenses. You can save $100 on Tamron FE lenses. You can save up to $360 on Zeiss FE lenses. 25% off on Adobe Creative cloud up to 20% off on all peak design gear worldwide black friday lawa lens deals at venus lenses uh, lens.net save up to $2000 on apple products at bnh photo sony launched new educational rebates at bnh photo focus camera and buy dig and all of the sales at the top of this segment are available at bnh photo adorama and amazon us Remember to check out the Liam Photography Podcast Facebook group. It is a private group and you must answer a security question to join, which is name the host of the show, myself, Liam. And I've also opened it up to allow you to give the name of a previous guest that has been on the show to show that you're a listener. Once you're in the group, you are free to post your own original work. If you would like creative critique on your images, you can post them with the comments CC please and myself or another pro in the group would be happy to give you some pointers. Additionally, I am the admin of the Fujifilm GFX 50R group, which is the largest group for the 50R on Facebook. If you own or plan to own the 50R, you can request to join that group as well. You can find my work at liamphotography.net and follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at liamphotoatl. If you like abandoned buildings and history, you can find my project at forgottenpiecesofgeorgia.com. Remember, the first book goes on sale November 9th, 2020, so keep checking for updates about media appearances and book signings. All right, and that is going to wrap up this Sunday's News and Rumors episode for the Big Four Camera Manufacturers. I want to thank all of my listeners once again for subscribing, rating, and reviewing in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and anywhere else you might be getting your podcast. And also tell my listeners, I want to thank you all so much for listening to this show every week. I look forward to presenting these episodes to you. And starting this next Thursday, uh, Thanksgiving week, I will start my holiday sales special episodes where I tell you about the latest uh, bargains and deals for holiday shopping lists. If you have a camera enthusiast or a photography pro in your family, a loved one or something like that, and you're always looking for gift ideas for the holiday season that they would be interested in, I will start doing those episodes the week of Thursday, November 26th, Thanksgiving Day. I want to thank you all once again for listening, and I will see you again in another seven days.